Hey friend, thank you for joining me once again today. I am in Deuteronomy chapter 1. I'm going to ask you to join me there if you would. We're talking about times or maybe a particular time right now that you and I have dwelt long enough. I'm talking about places, not all of them bad, but places sometimes and mindsets and failures and things that we need to move on from. You know, the Lord always calls his people on to bigger and better things. That doesn't mean that our name's going to be up in lights. That doesn't mean we're going to be up on the marquee. doesn't mean we're going to be gathering adulation to ourselves. But we can always have a better relationship with him. And I found for me, sometimes I can put myself in a sort of DMV Christianity. Basically, I take a number and I just sit down and wait for them to call my name over the loudspeaker. I wait for God to hit me upside the head with this is the next thing you're supposed to do. You know, at the DMV, they don't like you to even have cell phones these days, all those types of things. And you're supposed to sit there quietly and just, I guess, ponder your own inevitable demise. I'm not sure what you're supposed to do. And I say that tongue in cheek. Actually, most of the DMVs around me are not too bad. Shout out to uh, Pontiac, Illinois DMV. But in all seriousness, they have a rep for a reason. Because oftentimes we have spent many an hour there and it almost feels unnecessary. And we get really bothered. And here's a thought I want to convey today as we get into the scripture. We get incredibly bothered when other people waste our time but we don't blink an eye when we waste our own time. My question for you today is this, have you dwelt long enough? We can get granular. We can talk about social media usage. We can talk about how much time you spend flipping on your phone, but let's talk in the bigger picture. Long enough. What's our text for today? I want you to look at Deuteronomy chapter number one and look at verse number three. Deuteronomy one, three, not that long ago, before the beginning of the year, actually, a few months into last year, I started meandering through the scriptures again. I do my best to read my Bible and pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. Sometimes I have a specific Bible reading plan. I find for me, it helps me to have a little bit of a Bible reading plan. And I had finished one previously, and I wanted to start at the beginning and go through to the end again. And as a result, I'm not trying to read a set number of chapters a day, but I'm asking God to speak to me. Sometimes it'll be a few verses, sometimes it'll be a few chapters. But on this particular day, some months ago, I'm much, I'm much further on now, but I was reading through Deuteronomy. I started in chapter 1, of course, and I got to verse 3, 4, 5, and then verse number 6 really jumped out at me. I want to share this with you. Deuteronomy 1 and verse 3, the Bible says, And it came to pass... In the fortieth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, that Moses spake unto the children of Israel according unto all that the Lord had given him in commandment unto them. After he had slain Sihon, the king of the Amorites, which dwelt in Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, which dwelt at Ashtaroth and Edri, on this side Jordan, in the land of Moab, began Moses to declare this law, saying, and this is what jumped down to me, verse number six, the Lord our God, spake unto us in Horeb, saying, Ye have dwelt long enough in this mount. And then the Bible continues on. God continues speaking to his people. Turn you and 
take your journey and go to the Mount of the Amorites and unto all the places. And that continues on and tells these people, the people of Israel, where they're supposed to go. But it begins with telling them, you've been long enough where you are right now. I'd like to make some practical application. I have one thought beyond what I've said so far, but one main thought around which I want to draw the net today. Have you dwelt long enough with your failures? Have you dwelt long enough with the failures of others? Are you ready to move on? I think of Exodus uh, chapter 32. Go there with me if you for just a moment if you want. I want you to see this. Exodus chapter 32. We're talking about the children of Israel, and so we'll keep it in context to some degree. Exodus 32 and uh, verse number 31. The Bible says this, And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou hast written. You, of course, remember this passage of Scripture, the making of the golden calf back in chapter 31, 32. And Moses even takes the tables of stone, those Ten Commandments, and breaks them in a fit of rage to some degree, disgust with his people. And he, as a very meek man, offers to God, don't kill all your people. If you need to, take me away from your presence. But what a failure it was. God's man is literally up on the mountain talking to God and his people in a little bit of angst and a little bit of impatience, they commit an incredibly massive blunder and failure. But while there were repercussions, while there were consequences, while there were scars and funerals, no less, God allowed his people to move on. Can I tell you, friend, your decisions in life may lead to repercussions. We can choose the choice. We cannot choose the consequence. And it could be that failures of the past will leave scars. It may even be disqualifying in some areas of service. That could well be true. But I can tell you this, and I've said it a multitude of times before. If you have a pulse, God has a purpose for you. And I'd encourage you to stop having this a woe is me, poor mouth attitude, and start to move on. You've dwelt long enough here, the Bible tells us. Like the Israelites, individuals may face personal failures. Couples, husbands and wives, they may face joint failures. Churches can face failures of a group even. I think of the children of Israel. They, as a group, messed up, and yet God still used them. You know, I think Philippians chapter 3, verse number 13, you probably know these two verses, Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgive getting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. 
Maybe you're having a difficult time forgetting those things which are behind. Isn't it about time we move on? Isn't it about time we say long enough? I would hazard a guess that there would be many things that if God would speak directly to us in an audible voice, there'd be many things he'd want to tell us. Of course, we do have his book, and it does speak to us. <laughs> I heard someone say, I want to hear God speak to me out loud. Perfect. Read the Bible out loud. You'll hear him. But in all seriousness, of all the things that he could tell us, I believe very likely close to the top of the list would be friend, child, son, daughter, You've been where you are long enough. Have you gotten tired of being tired? Have you gotten sick of being sick? I mentioned yesterday and continued a little bit today on the broadcast just joking about those different times that you and I have had to wait. Sometimes it's at the grocery store. And isn't it just the worst when the three or four or five people in front of you, there's a question about what vegetable this is. And the poor cashier, they're doing their best, but they don't know what code to punch in. And so we have to ring up produce and they have to come running over. But they didn't bring the right vegetable, the right code. We're not still not sure. We just got to run back over. And then all of a sudden, there's a caravan of people. And you're thinking, I will go find the kumquats. I'll go find the kiwis. I will go find whatever organic banana this is and tell you what the code is. If we can just get moving, I've dwelt here long enough. I've got things to do. Well, we've all been there. Maybe your patience runs longer than mine. For the most part, I can do an okay job, and it's honestly funny. Now we have our cell phones. Now we have all of these different devices to entertain us. But because of them, we've become a little bit more, our patience runs thin even quicker because we have this instant gratification type need. And oh my, it's one thing after another, isn't it? But how tired do you think God is? of you dwelling on your failures. Now, this is not a call to just pray it away, read your Bible, everything's going to be okay. There are scars that may need to be dealt with, and we're going to talk about that more in just a moment. But maybe it's not just your scars. My failures annoy me most of the time more than other people's, but every once in a while I can get latched on and think, if that person would just do this, everything would be, well, friend, I'm not God. And far be it for me to be a judge, maybe it's time that I or you need to let go of someone else's failure and stop holding it over their heads and stop being nailed down and tied down to this circumstance. Let's move on. We've dwelt here long enough. Maybe just maybe as we conclude, you're dealing with something that truthfully, maybe it wasn't even your failure. Maybe it was though. But there's trauma, there's difficulty, there's something, it's aching, it's gnawing, and it absolutely not just drives you up a wall, but it eats you up. Can I ask you, friend, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love it if you'd reach out to me. I'd love to, in a small way, if I can, be a help or refer you to some folks that can be an even bigger help. You can text me directly at 309 316 seven two four zero again that number is three zero nine 
316-726-7240. Tomorrow on the broadcast, we're going to continue this discussion of dwelling long enough, moving on. It's not just failures we're going to talk about. I've got two more to share with you. We'll see how far into this week this thought goes. Thank you so very much for tuning in. If we can ever be a help to you at Bible Tracks, we would love to. Later this week, I'm going to talk to you about some gospel tracks and how important it is for Christians to use them. As always, my prayer is simply this, that you have a great day for His glory, and I will plan on talking to you soon. I'm Micah McCurry. This has been Bible Track Echoes. Thanks for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.